We here at Sports Best Friends acknowledge Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people as the traditional custodians of the land, water and sky throughout Australia on which we record. We recognise their strength, diversity, resilience and deep connection to country. We pay our respects to Elders of the past, present and future as they hold the memories, knowledge and spirit of Australia. Best Friends NRL Adoro, a rugby league podcast that this season is Felice di essere tornato. It will be unbelievable and I think it, it probably will be a dream that we're chasing and um, I just hope we go good. I'm Big T Views of my own and I'm recording these views on the Ruben Wiki hotline with everyone's new best friend OD. How are you sir? Very well mate, I've had a lovely relaxing weekend and looking forward to talking some shop with you. Uh, now, you couldn't be that relaxed because you have one of the most incredible paintings behind you, which is some um, lady in amongst incredible trees. Is, is your entire house filled with incredible artwork like that or what's doing? No, I just positioned myself here. I've, uh, I watch a few sports podcasts and the, uh, the talking heads always position themselves in, in front of, you know, trophies that they've won or jerseys that, you know, they won a grand final. So because I've got none of those, uh, not being a sporting legend, I've just gone with the artwork, the biggest and loudest in the house. Yeah, well, I, I appreciate it. Uh, and congratulations on you doing such a great job of having a relaxing weekend when it piss poured raining the entire time we we're in Sydney. So I know you have a small child. So the fact that you got anything done, even even without a child, it would have been hard to be relaxing over a horrible weekend, but you've somehow done it. Yeah, it made it work, mate. Just, uh, I think it's a, an attitude thing yeah. as much as uh, what you actually <laughs> get up to. Um, yeah, it's been, been really chilled and... Uh, Spent some time with my daughter, which was lovely. My partner went to a wedding on Saturday night, so it was just yeah. me and daughter one, and um, it was really nice because, you know, obviously working through the week, you don't get to spend as much time with the kids as you'd like. Uh, so I made the most of it this weekend. If anybody watched a series of rugby league games, they'd never go back to watching Union or AFL or soccer. Now let's talk, you mentioned a moment ago that you, that you don't have a thousand jerseys or, or trophies, but I find that hard to believe because I've played touch football with you and you're an absolute weapon. So tell me about your, your childhood getting into football uh, and how you found South. Okay, well, I, um, I played soccer my, when I was young because my mum wouldn't let me play <laughs> any, any form of contact sport until um, I badgered her and badgered her all through primary school and finally in year six she relented. Uh, and let me play rugby league and uh, from there uh, I was obsessed I loved I loved hitting people getting hit um, you know breaking out of tackles I loved that physicality of the game um, that I just obviously missed in soccer a lot Um, and then I went to a a private boys school and played rugby union so I became pretty dyed in the wool rugby union fan Um, and yeah, I sort of found my way to league. I think I always preferred watching league, uh, but preferred to play rugby union. Um, when I left school, uh, high school, I, I played rugby union for a few years, uh, but then ended up finding my way to a local rugby league team and, and really enjoyed um, a much different atmosphere and environment in the league team 
than the rugby union teams I played in. Both lots of fun, but um, I think the rugby league community sort of spoke to me loud with a louder voice than the rugby union community did. Um, and yeah, I guess one of my earliest rugby league memories would be watching Roosters South games with my dad, uncle, and cousins. Uh, and we, my dad and I supported South, but there was the player that sticks in my memory from those nights was David Barnhill. Uh, wearing a Roosters jersey. Uh, So I don't know if that was sort of a nod of solidarity to my impending baldness. Uh, But, uh, yeah, I uh, I used to love those nights. Uh, Just sitting around with family and um, watching 13 blokes run into each other. Now I've got to ask you, though, you're big on a stink, like in real life, but when you were younger, you loved getting into a stink. Now, is that true on the rugby league field? When When there was a bit of brouhaha going on, were you the first one in there? licking your chops looking to throw a punch or what was the deal? Yeah, usually I'd be there or about. Um, I'd try <laughs> or, or even I'd start it and then sort of slink out and let the bigger boys take take care of it. Um, not something I'm super proud of, but um, one of my dad's proudest um, parent memories was watching me versus another um, team in high school when I was in like the third 15 or something and being in the middle of a stink because this ref there was a, a ref who uh, went to the school that we were versing and we were just getting no calls go our way so frustrations boiled over and um, a scrum turned into a, a big old punch on and, and dad loves telling that story whenever he gets the opportunity so I don't know maybe it's in the blood um, yeah. <laughs> but uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm glad that I've matured and moved on from yeah. from that that time in my life. No, um, you certainly have. I've I've been in a situation recently with you where that could have kicked off, and, and you did an excellent job of of steering away from it. I didn't know at the time that you loved to throw fists, um, or you used to love to throw fists. So it was good to see you get out of that quite well. Have you ever got into one though over football? Like, have you ever been at, at the football or at a pub and, and a rooster fan got too chirpy, or or, or a Broncos fan, or? Um, no, not over footy. I've been, um, so we used to hang out down the beach when we were young and um, the beach that I hung out with, there's, you know, a group of young fellas and then at the beach, the next beach along, there's another group of young fellas and we yeah. had a bit of beef growing up um, and that sort of turned into a pretty scary situation for us one night at a, at a South Roosters game um, at the SCG or the SFS um, and ended up with us or me and my mates getting escorted across the field at the at the full-time siren because there was 20, 30 blokes waiting up the top of the stairs for us to leave after Fuck. the game. Um, so that's probably the closest I've been to a punch-up um, centred around rugby league. But no, not really. There's been a bit of push and shove or mouthing off in the pub, but no, nothing mm. serious. Yeah, good, good. And now that you're a dad as well, it's good to hear that that's happening. Um Okay, and then so since then, you're a South fan because you were growing up in that area okay, and, and your dad was a fan. Is that what you were saying? Yeah, well, my dad my dad doesn't didn't really care too much. So my cousins um, and, and my uncle were going for the Roosters and I think my dad just liked to needle them and so he'd go for <laughs> South and, um, just, to, just to create a bit of tension at the old Sunday barbecue. Um, and so I just followed his lead. He's, um, he was born in Queensland, grew up in Queensland, so... He goes for Queensland in the origin. So I'm one of those people who was born in New South Wales and goes to Queensland. Oh, uh, no, I didn't know that. I know. I shouldn't have, probably shouldn't have admitted that no. so early in the podcast. It was All great. We had one good episode. Yeah. <laughs> you won't be on for the next one. Um, 
but yeah, so I, I basically just followed my dad in with that. And then um, heaps of my mates are Roosters fans and I always like uh, playing the devil's advocate. So I think it just sort of got reinforced through, uh, throughout school. And you're wearing a fantastic T-shirt. Can you talk me through the South T-shirt? I think it's a cotton on special. Oh, that's like, you, you've said enough. They are the goats. I don't know why oh. they're so good. Cotton on for rugby league merch. Fuck, man. Yeah, it's so good. I got a pair of like track pant material shorts as well. Oh, they are killer. Like they're going to get a, a serious workout this winter. Um, but I'm really glad. Like it's, it's a really good colored green because I bought something. I bought a Rabbitohs jumper and it's like lime green, almost fluoro, and it's just not quite right. Yeah. Um, so they, they got the colors right here. It's super comfortable. But shout out to Cotton on. Oh, what a win. And and not a sponsor. Happy for them to be a sponsor, but not yet. And, uh, and you want to talk about different colored greens. I mean, you can get in the bin because the amount of oranges that I've got to put up with in my life, I put on a pair of like, even if they're like black track pants and they've got like a tiger emblem on it, that tiger emblem orange will be different to the one on the shirt, different to the one on the hat. The jacket that I'm wearing is another shade of orange. It's so frustrating. They're all gross. And and even, even if it's from Cotton On or like, even if they're all from the same place, they just don't ever, there isn't a universal West Tigers or orange that everyone just clicks. You know how they have like that hash 083753 whatever they do to, to like make sure the colors are all universal the tigers yeah. haven't patented one yet so i'm sitting here even now i'm sitting here with like a, a pajama well actually you saw my beautiful uh benjamin marshall 300 t-shirt which is one of my pjs robbie farrow is also his 300th game and chris lawrence's retirement shirt are all in a rotation for my um pajamas and some people might be shouting tea that's stupid like how, how people can see this these beautiful shirts well the thing is if you if you're good enough you'll end up getting in the bed and you can see them that way or you, my son sees them. That's what's actually what, what's happening. And so there were times where um, I'd be putting him to bed or whatever. I'd come out in my pajamas. And you're like, oh, good night, Benji Marshall. I was like, shut up. This is the best reason to have what a t-shirt on ever. <laughs> yeah. You can say it as long as you want, Champion. If you're going to talk to Benji Marshall or recognize him on a shirt, unbelievable. Um, Just a shame all three of them have a different shade of orange. You know what's even worse? They have a different shade of black as well. One's like a really, <laughs> it's the worst, man. It's the worst. <laughs> If, if when we go on that bucks soon, they'll probably come for, for the PJs and I'll show you there. They're all there, it's insane. Anyway, what are you gonna do? I'm looking forward to that. Oh, actually, we should announce that that bucks is for uh, Miguel Sanchez, who was an ex host with ex host uh, Pat Picanti. They both started dating while being on the pod and now are getting engaged. Um, and so anyone who remembers Miguel and Pat, they're officially engaged, we're officially going to their um bucks in a couple of weeks and and the pods are only going to be happy for it we might do one while we're down there or up there or yeah that would be down. awesome doesn't get more best friends than getting married yeah <laughs> i'm no expert i just love the game but more than that i love the community if you're a fan of rugby league or the nrl you'll love big t's t's Unique, affordable, and made for fans. Find a link to the online store in the show notes below. You'd look good in one of Big T's tees. So this week there is no, um, there's no games for us to review, but let's look at some best case scenarios for the season. Now I'm going to read them out, and then you can just give me a, yeah, that one's good, or that one's horrible, or that one's funny. Just a quick reaction uh, on mm-hmm. each of these, and then at the end you're going to give me your own. So they're all from Twitter. Oh, no, that's not true. Some from Insta. The first one's from Braden J. Brady. He said that Ch- Chad Townsend led and 
the Chad Townsend led and inspired North Queensland Cowboys to finish above the Sharks after they unceremoniously dumped their only premiership wing halfback. I'm sure everyone can agree on this one. Now, how are you feeling about I, Chad Townsend? I, I love the narrative. Yeah. I, I absolutely love that because I, I despise the Sharks. Really, one of the teams that I just cannot get behind. Not a, Why? I think uh, Paul Gallon, Andrew Fafita. Two players that just really rub me the wrong way. Right. Um, so I'd love for that to happen, but I, I think the Sharks are going to be one of the big movers this year. I think they're really going to climb the ladder. Uh, under Fitzy, I think he's got just a really good attitude. Seems like a great bloke. I feel like a lot of people would want to play for him and he's bought the sort of players that people want to play next to as well. I think that's a big part of making a, a successful team. So... Um, Braden, I love the narrative um, and I'm rooting for it, but I don't think it'll be happening. <laughs> at time underscore taken underscore up, they said at around 25, a four-way battle for 7th, 8th, ninth, and 10th from the Knights versus Sharks, Tigers versus Raiders. Now, obviously, um, Jiu-Jitsu, Ooh. time taken up can get in the bin because there's nowhere the Tigers will be fighting. Oh, we actually it could be 7th or 8th, so maybe I'll take this one. But Knights, Sharks, Tigers, Raiders, he's saying are battling it out for the middle part of that thing. Like, love, hate, marry, kill. I, I love that he's looked at that last round and, and sort of uh, envisioned this happening. Mm. Um, I, I, I can say that. I think, as I said before, I think the Sharks and the Raiders, um, I said the Sharks will be, will be doing pretty well. Um, I think the Tigers, I think on the back of Jackson Hastings, looking at his trial form, uh, they could definitely be thereabouts. Wouldn't it be great though? Oh, the NRL would have a field day if that was happening. Yeah, if everyone. Yeah, I agree. It'd be an absolute time. And also, James Tarmow, what a great bloke. He'll be doing a great job for the Tigers as well. So everyone's around him as best as we can. Of course, one of the captains. <laughs> one, one fifth of the, of the captain's secret. That's No Shins eighty one. He said Canberra to win the comp in their fortieth year. Sam Williams being called into the side as eighteenth man for the grand final. Gets on after a player goes down, injured due to foul play, passes to Croker for the match-winning try. So if you like a narrative, you just oh, a hell of a one. I can almost see it happening. I had Sam Williams in my fantasy team last year and he went like a bit of a busted asshole. So yeah. I, I, don't, I don't have faith in it. But again, I love the storyline. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I think if Croker's still in the team uh, for the GF, I'll be surprised. Yeah. He, was looking, he looked actually all right in the trials, but I thought last year he was very, very slow. Trials uh, aren't reality, mate. That's a good point. But he's, a, uh, he's a, a, an awesome servant of the game, Croker. One, one of the greats. Yeah. At Simpsons underscore NRL, he's tweeted, New South Wales wins state of origin. Freddie announces that it was uh, the this was last as coach and is handing over to Danny Badiris for 2023 as he wishes to return to club coaching. Bulldog sack Barrett after failing to make the eight and Gould, just like with the Roosters in the 90s, convinces Freddie to join the Bulldogs. Now, I didn't oh. know that you were going to love a narrative, but fuck me, these guys are really, they should be writing short stories. <laughs> yeah, you've lined these up perfectly. This is real. fantastic. Um, Danny, I don't mind the idea of Danny as, mm. as coach. Um, I don't know if Freddie would go to a club other than Penrith or the Roosters. Mm. I can't see that happening. I feel like he's the sort of bloke who's all about culture. Um, I mean, Gus would be a big draw card for him, I'm sure. But uh, but the dogs, yeah, I don't know about that. And them not make, making the eight, everyone's been 
taught me. I mean, they sucked in the trials, but again, it's just a trial. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. What do you reckon about that one? Uh, no, I reckon it's incredible and it would never happen. I also don't see Freddie Fielder wanting to move out of New South Wales. Like, that's such a great job. You, yeah. He does He does his NRI, NRL, sorry, his Channel 9 commentary, gets paid well enough for that, sits on the Sunday desk. So essentially he's getting paid to watch football the entire year. He, he's no quite pressure. intelligent enough, so he just gives whatever he naturally thinks. He doesn't have to do too much research. And then during that time, halfway through it, he just gets to pick an absolute dream team, does the best that he can with them, and goes home. Like, fuck, man, that's it. If, other than the kangaroo coach, if you could get paid to be a full-time coach where you just watch football all year and then at the end you just pick an absolute dream team and then hope that they win, like, that's actually the dream job, but the step down is a New South Wales job. Like, that's the best. Yeah, wow. I've never thought of it that way. I've made my own like dream teams and fantasy teams in so many different formats all the time, and the thought of getting paid for that, oof, yeah, yeah, that's magical. And the Australian one almost can't lose. Like anyway, that's yes. incredible. At Lambretta GP nineteen seventy one, he tweeted: Parramatta Eels versus Gold Coast Titans in the grand final. Draw at full time into golden <laughs> into golden point, and the winning try occurs when someone cleans up a ball in their own end goal and goes 105 metres to score, you, the listener, get to choose who scores that winning try and which side. Now, I want you to quickly tell me, do you want Parramatta to finally break that drought or do you want the Gold Coast Titans to finally get their first premiership? I want Jaden Campbell to pick up that ball and go 105 <laughs> metres. He could though, right? Like he, you can I, see that I love, Oh, mate, I love watching him play for those few games last year, the way he moves on a free field yeah. and just his instinct. Oh, beautiful football player already. And, and so. childhood innocent face coming up for the child for the try celebration afterwards, knowing there's just one on the premiership. Like you'd see that on ads for the next generation of kids. Like it would be so good. Yeah, that would that would be dreamy. Um, yeah, that's what I'm thinking for that one. Yeah, that sounds good. like at the start, it sounds like a, a really, really long multi-option. <laughs> Yeah. I feel like someone's put like one dollar on that and they're looking at becoming a millionaire yeah. if that happens. They're even more happy than Jaden Brett than uh, than the bloke yeah. who scores are out. At Budunya, uh, <laughs> he's tweeted there are a bunch of on-field ones. Herbert Hattrick as the Titans best the Roosters in a semi. Walker knocks Ooh. out the Panthers. Gutho raises the trophy. But for me, the number one best case scenario is broadcasters provide an option for only crowd noise and a fan simulcast too. Only fan noise that happened a while ago. Foxell had it ages ago. You could hit like the blue button and there was no commentary. You could just hear the um, crowd and it was the best way to watch football. Holy, I've never done that. That would be insane. That's the next best thing to being there, right? Well, well, you get the ambience of being there, but then you also get the replays and the different ca- and the different camera angles. And then you just, during maybe a replay, you turn the commentary back on to hear what they're, what they're analysing about it. And then you turn it back off when you're just like watching general play. Oh, or if it's State of Origin, you just have Roy and HG going on the side. Oh, do they no. still do that? No, they don't. I think they did some games, but they don't do the Origin live at the same time anymore. I actually don't think the ABC paid for the license, so they can't afford it, or like the rugby league made it too expensive or some horrible story like that. Anyway. That's how I used to watch it at home. My dad would oh, turn the commentary off and do Roy and HG. Yeah. He used to yeah. love Lazarus getting called out, the brick with eyes. <laughs> yeah, I swear to God. <laughs> He, he wouldn't even be near the ball and they'd be calling, Brickle's eyes will be coming on soon. Or he's yeah. Yeah. They just knew they were onto a winner with yeah. that nickname and just threw it in wherever they could. Backdoor <laughs> Benny and Brickle's eyes were two, two of the best. Uh, and he um, has that in his office. It, when he was a politician, he had a brick with eyes on it that, that Roy and H had given him and he was so proud of it. 
how did he not win whatever office he was going for? He, did. he was elected for a while, but he was part was of the he? Palm, he was part of the Palmer United Party. He was in there for two terms, I think, and then he went independent. And now I'm not sure if he's still in or not. He might still be. Who was the league? He had a, a political career of about two minutes and then couldn't answer a question. Had to gave up on him. Is that Mal? It was Mal, yeah. And they just asked him like, "Why should they vote for you?" It was, it was the first question, and he started. I went, "I've had enough of this." And walks off. That's so good. And now he's the coach of Australia. So, yeah. you know, he, he knew what he was doing. He's learned um, enough. Like, he'd be probably much better at it now. He works the media and whatever now. He could probably have a run. But yeah, for sure. Good. Just a bit early in his career there. Yeah. Um, I like the uh, I like the synchronicity of Herbert um, knocking the roosters out for, mm. uh, from Badonia. Um, and obviously, Walker knocking out the Panthers. That'd be great. At Big Cat Chat Pod, one of the pods on the Sports Best Friend Network. They've said Penrith to back-to-back. Nathan Cleary, Dalian medal. Mitch Kenny, Clive Churchill medal. Matt Burton signs with the, Pan- with the Penrith Panthers. Look, that's, I like I like how one-eyed that is, and, and I strongly hope that all of it happens. I also love how strong they still are on Matt Burton. Panthers haven't given up on that love dream. No, I mean, he's a gun, but um, I feel like it was pretty easy to be a gun in that team last year. Mm. We'll see how he goes at the Dogs this year. I love Mitch Kenny for Clive Churchill. I, I follow him on social media and he seems really? like a really good time. Yeah, <laughs> um, Seems like a, a proper larrikin. Right. Uh, so I, I would love to see that um, if it was anyone but South of the Tigers, obviously. <laughs> at Boomsy 8, excellent bloke. Everyone should get around. South to rematch Penrith in the grand final and Cleary throws a game-defining intercept at the end of the game taken by Cody Walker. You can take me now. I've seen it all. Will it again be read? I mean, that would be very cathartic for South fans. I mean, it's essentially only South fans. Rugby league people would be like, oh, wow, that was, what are the odds of that? We're a South fans. Yeah, that was interesting. All, <laughs> yeah, yeah we're a South fans. would all just like, they're inhaling a cigarette for the first time after six months, just being like, oh, thank God. Yeah. A collective, um, collective heart attack watching that happen, I'd say. That would be incredible. Um, and you definitely want to be listening to Rabs if that happened. Yeah, you'd hit the blue button. If you listen to the voice, if you listen to just the crowd, you'd, you'd want to hear Rabs call that intercept for sure. At Bad Life Titans, a, a Titans podcast on Sports Best Friends Network, they've said Titans made in premiership, foisted into the air by the in October evening by the product of Gimpy himself, Tino, and I appreciate them trying not to make me have to read his last name. If we're playing it safe, we go David Fafita Daliem and also at uh, and also hash Bad Life Titans podcast of the year. Somehow they get an award for being the podcast of the year. I don't know where they're getting it from, but um, I, I hope it happens. For I like them. the confidence. Yeah, yeah. And I guess if you um, win a premiership, there's a chance. I love, I love Tino. I think he's like what he's brought from the storm to the Titans. I watch him play and... He's just effort on effort on effort for such a big fella. I really love seeing that. So I'd, I'd be fairly happy to see that happen. But I would, I, again, the love affair continues. I'd be going Jaden Campbell for the Dally M uh, in that game. Oh, sorry, in that season. I think um, I think the good, the, well, the best thing about Tino is that he has David. And so David can take heaps of the media spotlight and uh, hype from fans and whatever and the NRL and let Tino be like the leader person that he needs to be in that club where he's still a big enough personality that people know him and he's a rep player, but he's also just not always the person that everyone's talking about. He can just toil away, even in the yeah. game, he can toil away getting everything done, making sure all the boys are around and, and motivated. 
and David can do the big play at the big moment that he needs to. I think they've yeah. they've they've really got a good balance in that team at the moment. Complement each other really well. Yeah, yeah. great. At Hypothetic RL, he oh, tweeted, after 36 years of pain, the pride of the Western Sydney, the Eels, will be back to win the Premiership after the NRLW team wins its first title as well. Throw in a title for Warrington too. So he's, he's just getting all of his teams in Super League, uh, NRLW and in the NRLM all a Premiership. I just don't see... I really don't see NRLW Eels winning the Premiership now. They've just lost They've just lost two games in a row. Um in a very short season. Uh, and I love that team. So it was really sad to hear or really sad to see them playing so poorly. But I also just don't see Eels winning it. And, and I don't know if that's just because I'm now conditioned to because I've never actually seen it or if I still just don't believe in that team. I just always hear this gut though hype and I just never, I never see them playing well enough. Yeah, I, I'm with you there as well. Um, I think the Eels, I think there's something... There needs to be something magical about a team that wins a premiership. And I don't know if they've got it. Mm. I don't know how the Sharks did in 2016, but um, I just think, yeah, I just don't see it. I think for Gutho to be, he's their big their big name. I think he just sort of does everything really, really well, um, but he's never just going to break a game open. Mm. And I don't know who does on that team. Mm. Uh, but I think it would be one of the sickest things ever for an NRL team and an NRLW uh, for the same team win the comp in the same year. I think that would be so epic. That would be incredible. And I hope it's Newcastle. At The last one is at Papakanti. She's tweeted, uh, or she's she's wrote to me saying, Jack DeBellin and Matt Lodge have a career-ending collision in round one, <laughs> resulting, in, <laughs> resulting in us never having to see or hear from them ever again. Luttrell has a huge redemption season with zero suspensions and Simbins making all South fans forget about the names Gagai, Sua and Reynolds and South once again make it to the finals but this time they don't lose. And that's Pepper Cantu's thing. What do you like about that one? Oh, I like it all to be honest. Yeah. I would like uh, that Jack DeBell and Matt Lodge collision. Can we organise a game to get all, all the all the dregs from all the teams to play in one one nines comp or something? Yeah, arrange for a big collision. Yeah. We just we do the thing that they do in like Batman, where the stadium just starts to explode and the fall the fire falls out from under them during it. Has she also it done, opens up? Yeah, that's it. Has she also done a great job where she's checked who's playing who and? I oh, know the Broncos. Does Lodge play? No, the Lodge plays for the Warriors now. Yeah, they are no. playing the Dragons. She's done a great job of even are they checking. Really? Yeah, she's done a great job of also doing her homework and coming up with an excellent story. And we have some oh. really great listeners sort of. I'll definitely be looking out for that uh, that first that hit up. Then. Yeah. I think I think Latrell, a big redemption season would, you know, I feel like it's going to happen. I don't know about zero suspensions or Simbins though. I don't know. <laughs> I think that's just a part of him, and I, I wouldn't want him any other way. He was the player at the Roosters that I that I wanted badly when he right. was playing there because I loved his aggression. Um, and look, I have to say it it has been frustrating at times. Like that game against the Tigers where he kicked someone. Yeah. And I, I was just like, that is not needed. Um, but on the most part, I, I love that aggression, and I, I want him to stay that way. I think he, maybe the yeah, rest could just someone... look the other way. He, um, he, I think he back kicked someone like a horse, you know what I mean? Like he mm. holding his foot. Uh, that, may, that may have even been the same game where, um, where Tom or George Burgess 
scored over the line, but the ball came out and then Brooks ran 100 metres to put it down the other end. Oh, and then we had to go upstairs yes. to see. It was like next try wins. We had to go upstairs to see who won. What um, a crazy finish. That was a crazy game. Yeah, I felt like Latrell, like, you know, I'm used to I'm going to be in his corner. I feel like he was trying to get his leg out from under <laughs> whoever it was. Yeah, and then didn't he hit someone high as well in the same game? Yeah, I think so. He's, that's, like, yeah. that's your boy. That's who you're really happy for. It's good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Birds of a uh, feather. Yeah. <laughs> I'm feeling all right because I'm not going to get bruised. What do you mean, how am I feeling? Hi, I'm Ali. And I'm Lulu. And welcome back to some more Tipping with Ali and Lulu. Lulu. So today we're, we're going to start round one of the men's NRL. So let's get it up. Um, oh, yeah. Okay, so first off is Panthers... And Sea Eagles. Who do you think's going to win? Panthers. I think Panthers are because didn't they win the um, grand finals lot in 2021? No. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they did. Yeah, exa- exactly, did Lulu. Did they? Yeah. Okay. And on the 11th of March is the Raiders and the Sharks. Raiders. I did the Raiders. Yeah, Sorry, ScoMo. Because <laughs> he goes for the Sharks. Right, okay. okay. Broncos and Rabbitohs. I think Rabbitohs. Yeah, oh, oh Rabbitohs. Ma- I think Rabbitohs. Broncos is a good team. Oh, but I forgot they don't have Benji Marshall anymore. Yeah. But still, maybe. Who knows? Roosters and Knights. Roosters. Roosters. Uh, ooh. Huh. Interesting. No, you just said... um. Three wins for the Roosters and four wins for the Knights from the last games. Yeah. Interesting. Warriors and Dragons on the 12th of March. Warriors. Yeah, I think I got Warriors too. Because mm. out of the five times it says two were yeah. the wins yeah, yeah. and none for the Dragons. Tigers and Storms. Tigers. Tigers for sure. Because, like, Tigers are the best. Eels and Titans. Eels. Eels. I don't know why. I just feel like tipping for the Eels. They are a good team. And then Bulldogs and Cowboys. Bulldogs. Bulldogs. Because they they usually go really bad. But they they now have um, Josh Adokar and many other good players. Or is it just just Adokar? I don't know. know. So people like that. So that's it for round one. I hope you enjoyed and we'll see you next week for Lulu and Ali's tipping. Bye. Bye. Now, I know my, uh, my nephews will have just done their tips for what's happening. Have you got a lock, though, from, from that, those tips this week? You got someone that you're sure you're really feeling confident about? Souths. I think as soon as I found out that, uh, like, I, I tip them every week regardless. Um, you know, if they're decimated by injuries and playing a hot Melbourne Storm team down in Melbourne, I'll still tip them. doesn't bother me. Um, but I think this week, um, hearing about Adam Reynolds and potentially a few other players being out with COVID up there, I think it's going to be um, a bridge too far. I think that's the term uh, for the Broncos. Um, I think they, if they have their full squad, it's a very competitive game, uh, considering we wouldn't have had Latrell. But uh, without them, I think I think they'll have enough to do them in. 
What about you? No, that's my lock too. I think I think our game against the Storm will be close, but we'll win it. But I think if you wanted a lock, it's going to be anyone versus prison. Put your eyebrows back away, Dan. Don't you frown at me like you don't know what I'm talking about. This is <laughs> well, welcome to talking to me about the Tigers. The um, but I think you're right. I think South will will be looking after it being embarrassed in the grand final and still having a very good team. They're, they should have been against Adam Reynolds. I think they'll 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 put them away quite easily. Anything Who's else? Who's the next the next surest thing you reckon? Oh, I think the I think there are, there are two. Eels love coming out hot at the beginning of the season, and so mm. they could do the Titans away. And then the other one is I think the Bulldogs have had so much hype and so much whatever that they're also going to be believing their own whatnot. And despite Trent Barrett, they'll come out and put the cows away quite convincingly. I don't think they'll have a big year, but I think they'll start red hot. You are so gutsy. I was just going to go the safe one, the Roosters versus the Knights. Everyone's tipping the Knights to get the spoon. The Roosters got their full team back. You like to live dangerously. Uh, I also like the Knights. I'm, I'm, I'm pretending I tip with my head, but really I'm tipping with my heart. Right now. <laughs> now, anything else that you really want to talk or cover before we get out of here? Um, not much apart from the fact that I'm really bloody excited for rugby league to be back. Mate. I'm now stoked. You- it's uh, been a long off-season. I'm going to help you because you started to talk to me about NRLW before we started and I stopped you because one thing that happened today, which is going to help you remember is the Roosters were playing the Titans in the NRLW game. It was, it wasn't that close. The Titans got their first win in fact, which was great for them, but I got this from Roasty and I think you probably also um, follow the NRL Roast on, on mm. Instagram. He did a thing that said the Titans get their first win in the um, hash NRLW, but a cool piece of history with potentially the first ever rugby league, Try scored and converted by a married couple with Brittany, Brittany oh. Braley Nati scoring and Kamora Braley Nati converting. Isn't that fucking awesome? That, that is the sickest thing ever. That's insanely That's so, cool. I had no idea how much I wanted that in my life until I saw it. Think about how many cool stats are going to start coming out with parallels between the NRLW and the NRL or, you know, feats that can only happen now because we have a strong women's comp that's just going from, you know, that's getting better and better yeah. um, and getting more and more uh, publicised and people caring more about it. It's so sick. Yeah. Um, I mean, we used to froth over just like a sister playing and a brother playing and, wow, look at that, a brother and sister are playing like in, in two different competitions at the same time. Now you're getting all of this shit where like, partners are doing this or partners are against each other um, because also there's such a big gay community playing NRLW or, or a publicly gay community playing NRLW than there are NRLMC. There are heaps of partners and heaps of rivalries and stuff like that. There was a great one during State of Origin where um, two partners, they may have even been married, one plays for New South Wales and one plays for Queensland and during that week leading up or the two weeks leading up they don't live with each other they move out and live with different people they don't talk to each other like it is fucking complete cold and then game happens and then then the game finishes everyone's shaking hands whatever they hug kiss and then like they're back to being in a relationship again it's fucking exactly what you would imagine like that's what you want to be happening with massive rugby league fans and they're living it publicly It's, it's rad hey that's so special mate the narrative yeah, it's an so area. <laughs> yeah. Now, do you see? Have you been able to catch many of the NRLW games? Uh, I haven't watched a game this season so far. No, right. I've watched highlights. Yeah. Do yeah. they do a KO mini? Yeah, they do. Um, okay. Which are, which are gold, so they're they're really good. They do put them in the middle of the day, so it's hard when you're rearing kids to also watch them. But the um, the Knights the Knights had a great first game, and they they had a few injuries, and they they looked terrible today. Um, 
and Parramatta also had a had a very good game first week, but just couldn't get it done today. So they're the two teams I really wanted to win, and they're they're both looking shit. Brisbane's looking the best. There is yeah. a podcast on through chasing kangaroos, which is excellent and is doing a weekly NRLW thing, which goes for about thirty minutes. So if you're having trouble watching the games, get around that podcast. It's great. Way to catch up. Yeah, I'll yeah. definitely do that. Um, I also saw the first drop goal kicked in the NRLW happen. Yeah. That's pretty sick from a girl around Sydney's East, I believe, Maddie Studden. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Hey, awesome times. Just milestones all over yeah. the place. That's what it. A special comp. We wouldn't have got that win without your support. We heard you cheering the whole 60 minutes, and we bloody love yous. We found our way to another ep. Uh, for you legend who listened all the way through, thank you. We hope that everyone always buys your dummies that you sell. Give the podcast a cheeky five-star and tell your friends as well. OD, you have been a pleasure to spend time with, sir. Hey, what a, uh, what a way to spend Sunday, Arvo, or evening. I've, I've had such a full talking footy, talking shop. Uh, looking forward to the next one. Enjoy your sport for another week. Get around good people on the socials like at JessCH. Uh, w, who tweeted, off to cheer on the hash NRLW with my beau vete Big T's T t-shirt. And she said, sorry, at Biggest Tiger, I customised the sleeves on mine. She cut the sleeves off. She looks so great. An excellent tee. She's an excellent account. She get around her. And we'll talk to you next time, sports best friends. Sports Best Friends would like to thank you for listening right to the end. You are our kind of people. Find other great sports podcasts in our family by subscribing. And remember, social media isn't a bad place. You just need to follow the right people. Mate, how has uh, you been watching the NRLW? I'm not talking about football until we're recording, so shut up for a sec. Okay. <laughs>